2012, 2015, 2023. What do these years have in common? Well, in 2023, we are doing a national tour just like we did in 2012 and 2015. Stay tuned for all the info on it. Hi folks, my name is Cam. I am the host of the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. And in today's episode, it's announcement time. We are doing a national tour exposing the faces of abortion victims. This is super, super exciting, and I'm going to dive into it with my friend and colleague and counterpart, Blaze Elaine. Here's my conversation with Blaze Elaine for what we're going to be doing this summer. All right, folks, you know him, you love him. He's back again. Blaze Elaine, how are you doing, sir? Great, thanks. How are you? I am living the dream. Um, if dreams are all about working at frantic paces and trying to make sure that nothing slips to the cracks, so I'm sure that you could relate. Um, because we got some pretty cool news coming down. We are doing another tour. I, I don't think that we've done like a real in earnest tour since 2015 at CCBR. I know that we've had a few trips here and there. We've done some stuff up to Ottawa, into Montreal, that kind of thing. We've done a few trips out here, there kind of thing. 2017, we did a little bit of Canada 150 stuff. Yeah, we had mini I, tours then, but not a big tour. Yeah, not a big tour. We're doing a big tour. Um, yeah. And I thought who better to bring on to launch kind of what I'm calling the what episode of this tour than the guy who's kind of overseeing a lot of the Eastern stuff. I'm obviously overseeing a lot of the Western stuff. Let's talk a little bit about this tour. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, um, it's, it's kind of funny thinking back. I've like, we first met when you were on tour with CCBR staying in my apartment during the new abortion caravan back in 2012, you were an intern. I was a volunteer and CCBR launched this national tour to launch the End the Killing Plan, right? This 18-year plan with 2020 and 2030 goals to systematically reach everyone in Canada with the truth about abortion, right? Everyone, uh, like, like all mature Canadians with abortion victim photography and with human rights apologetics. And that tour went from Vancouver to Ottawa. You guys swung through Toronto and I volunteered in Toronto and I drove up to Ottawa to volunteer there as well on the last day um, and, uh, you know, launched the End the Killing Plan. And over the last 10 years, there's been, um, you know, huge growth. The, the tour kind of, uh, uh, you know, blazed that first trail um, and um, entered some new territory. Like CCBR hadn't been in Ontario in earnest. It was, CCBR was based in the West and that was the start of the kind of expansion to the east and kind of uh, you know kicked off this decade of growth and building um, building the pro life movement that's bringing effective edu education to the streets every day across the country. So I share that as a fun fact, but also it's kind of the, a, a bit of the background to this 2023 Faces of Abortion tour because um, we're sort of at the midpoint of the end the killing plan. We had initially wanted to do this tour in 2020, um, alas pandemic, and we held off for a few years. Um, but we're, you know, in the middle of the end, the killing plan right now, we're 10 years in and, um, similar to the new abortion caravan, we're going to some new provinces and some new territory, as well as visiting places that, um, that there are already roots in. Um, but this is even bigger in a way we're, we're hitting all 10 provinces this summer on the theme of the faces of abortion to show the faces of the victims of abortion 
to do a ton of activism and reach the public with the truth about abortion. Um, we'll have truth trucks on the road. We've got a brand new video truck that we've bought. And uh, <laughs> all this week, I've been bringing it into the mechanic and the you know, and, and, and trying to get it registered and everything. Um, uh, we have a brand new video truck. We have our truth trucks. We have our internship activism teams. We're working with community group partners to do a ton of outreach by day. And we've got presentations on the faces of abortion and the need to reach the public with the truth about abortion, with the faces of the victims, to rehumanize those who are being dehumanized, to rebuild that human connection with preborn children, and to motivate pro-lifers to get active, to get involved. So we're going to be doing a ton of outreach and um, trying to encourage those who are already involved. Like I know when I, like I was already involved as a volunteer in Toronto when the new abortion caravan CCBR's tour rolled through in 2012. And that was a huge boost locally. It was a huge boost to morale. It was, uh, there was a lot of excitement that came with being part of something that big and that effective. Um, so something to motivate and encourage people who are already involved, but also hopefully to inspire and invite pro-lifers who aren't yet involved on the front lines of pro-life education to join us and show the public the faces of abortion victims. So I'm super excited about this opportunity for a national tour across all 10 provinces this summer. Absolutely. I, I'm fired up as well. We are going to be going to a, a few new communities, a few communities that we've been to before, but we're really looking to sink our teeth into a little bit deeper. And I, I'm so glad that you brought up the not only um, the origin of our friendship and, and how we first met during 2012, but I, I'm glad that you mentioned the other tour. And I, I, when I think of the tours that we've done, and, and we don't do tours just for any reason, it's not, not to fill our time. It's not like we're bored or something like that. We, we do tours when we have something important, when we have something that needs to go to a national level, I would say. And, and in many ways, from my vantage point, I'm sure, and, and I'm going to get Jonathan on at some point to talk a little bit more about the whys behind our tours as well. Uh, when I think of the new abortion caravan, it was kind of showcasing to the pro-life community in some ways that we had not only the brains, but also the boots to bring about substantial cultural change, that, that we had a strategy that would work, come and look at it fairly small scale, all things considered, but like come and look at this strategy that has worked throughout history that we have adopted and adapted to work for the abortion issue. It was, it was a bit of a coming out party for CCBR when I think of the, um, the No True to Do tour in 2015. That again, it was kind of, we had, we had demonstrated the, the concept. This was kind of demonstrating not only proof of concept, but also scaling. That, that we can take yeah. this really good idea and do it at an absurdly large level. That, that we have the chops, we have the boots, we have the commitment and conviction to make this happen. And so I, f I feel like there's always a little bit of a a message behind our tour for the choir, as it were, for pro-lifers in these different communities, and then obviously a message for um, the public, because that's that's the primary goal of our organization and, and the pro-life movement, I would argue, education of the public to change hearts and minds against this terrible injustice. I, I guess from your vantage point, as you've been building into this coming tour, the Faces of Abortion Tour, I know that you've alluded to it already, do you think of it kind of in, in that way of like the message that we're giving to pro-lifers as well as the message that we're giving to the general public? And if you do see it in that way, what is that message in your mind and, and really what you're trying to steep into the entirety of the Eastern tour? And then I'll talk a little bit about any nuance that might be a slight kind of, um, not not difference, but but the the angle that we're kind of looking at out West here. What, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, so I think the message 
for the public is about the faces of the victims, right? Um, on this tour, on this Faces of Abortion tour, we are rolling out photos and videos that have never been seen before on the streets of Canada. Photos that feature the faces of abortion victims, like new abortion victim photos that have not been used in activism yet in Canada. And um, when we think about abortion victim photography, you know, sometimes people think, um, you know, it's, it's about gory photos. It's about it being graphic. And, you know, the truth is there's no pretty picture of abortion. Our focus, though, is not on trying to find the goriest and most graphic photos of the victims, but photos that show the faces of the victims, that communicate the horror of abortion, because the beauty and the dignity of a preborn child that you can see there in the photo was not properly respected, was was disregarded, and in, in a in a in a, uh, in, in a brutal way. And to bring the faces of the victims to the public, especially with new photos and new videos, um, is to bring people face to face with preborn children who are being killed, is to try to reestablish that human connection, to prick the conscience of the nation, of people in cities all across the country, um, to see the humanity in the preborn children and to see the inhumanity of abortion. So in a way, the message is the same message that we've had through the end, the killing plan of showing the victims and bringing the science and human rights to people. But we are sort of emphasizing a renewed focus on a bit on abortion victim photography with a focus on the faces of the victims. And then while we're doing this, um, I think the message to pro-lifers is about the weight of abortion, right? When we come face to face with the victims, you know, abortion is not just some abstract issue. This is an ongoing atrocity, a, hu- a, a human rights violation of, of dramatic scale that is killing innocent children and traumatizing and wounding the parents. And we want people to feel that weight and feel the urgency to respond but then also to reflect that, you know, um, with the reality that our society thinks that abortion is good and normal, um, and what's our response going to be? And we want to inspire pro-lifers to a response of defiance rather than despair. To invite pro-lifers to defy the culture of death by joining a growing movement to end the killing. So part of the message to pro-lifers is that growth of the movement. You know, um, uh, you talk about in 2012, uh, CCBR, the kind of proof and concept that this activism can be brought across the country in 2015, that, that it can be scaled. I think part of the faces of, of abortion tour is that the movement has grown so much and it is not just CCBR, right? CCBR is leading a movement of pro-life individuals and groups across the country who are bringing effective pro-life education. Like across Eastern Canada, uh, at almost every tour stop, we have a local partner, a local partner who's running 
activism projects with abortion victim photography and apologetics in their own city. And we're partnering with them to do activism and to do a local tour stop and to get people connected with those local groups. We're reaching new provinces. Um, the province of Quebec, it's just been the last two years that in Montreal, there's been outreach and we're going to be in Montreal and in Quebec city. And in Atlantic Canada, um, we have, uh, Atlantic Canada is, is, is new territory for the, for the end the killing plan. We just run a Halifax pro-life crash, cor- crash course in April. We're working with volunteers in Halifax who are starting up a Halifax against abortion. And we're working with campaign life coalition in Atlantic Canada that is starting activism in St. John's, Newfoundland. And we're also visiting New Brunswick and PEI. Um, you know, the Atlantic provinces have not had a regular presence of abortion victim photography and apologetics. And there are volunteers who are joining the movement now and who are organizing locally to bring the victims, um, to make the victims visible on a regular basis in their cities, like has happened in Alberta and in Ontario over the last 10, 12 years. So part of the message to pro-lifers is the need, is the weight of abortion, the need to act in defiance of the culture of death, to join a movement to end the killing that there there are effective things that we can do that can change hearts and minds on abortion and an invitation to join a growing movement that's adding cities, adding provinces to the list, to join uh, CCBR and all of our partners across the country who are doing this work day by day, week by week to end the killing, to make the victims visible, to bring the culture face to face with the victims and a message of hope and healing in order to change hearts and minds on abortion, to make abortion unthinkable, to save lives, and to bring an end to this injustice. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said about the invitation to these local groups and, and pro-lifers across the country, because while while the new abortion caravan and the No Tour weren't, strictly speaking, about CCBR, I think that there was a little bit higher of a focus on like, hey, we're an organization that's worthy of your partnership, worthy of your support, worthy of your participation. And and with the Trudeau um, campaign saying that, like we are able to accomplish and mobilize tremendous groups, I think that I, I love the language that, that you mentioned. That's obviously going to be a, a major part of our Western tour as well of an invitation that this isn't something that you, you're a cheerleader in the background of rooting for the CSPR interns and volunteers and staff members, but rather joining them shoulder to shoulder in that act of defiance, pushing back against our culture of death and helping people see on street corners and on doorsteps that we can and must do better than abortion, that, that abortion is killing a personal somebody. And, and that's a quote that I know that both you and I and, and the other speakers on the tour are going to be diving into a lot. Dr. Monica Miller, who's been a featured guest on the show before, and I hope to get her on again over this summer. Um, I'm going to read a quote from her that I, I think really speaks to one of the other underlying and really one of the main focuses of this tour. And, and Dr. Miller says, and I quote, what truly needs to happen is for our culture to take the loss of these human beings personally as abortion is the killing of a personal someone. Exactly what you had said, Blaze, about this making it more humane and more understanding about the humanity of this victim. It's not just the atrocity, the violence, the depravity of the act that's happening against them, but that that only gathers any degree of meaning if there's a personal someone. And I think yeah, that one of the uh, messages... Yeah? No, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say, one, one of the messages that I, I'm really excited about going into Western Canada, like it goes without saying in, in many ways that the overwhelming majority of work in the pro-life movement is done by a very small, very dedicated group of people. And there's a lot of people that just 
haven't been able to or haven't been willing to prioritize this in their lives. And, and I would say that in many ways, these tour talks aren't necessarily for the community group leaders who are in many ways already partnering with us in very deep capacities. Obviously, we all need the inspiration and conviction, that reminder that we need to take this personally. But the invitation that we've been giving to so many um, church members and community group members and whatever it may be that are kind of on the periphery, somebody who, who it's on their radar, but it's not very high on their radar of like, we need to take this personally that we had an incredible and and beautiful response in Calgary uh, recently with the bylaw that went through because people took it personally that their freedom of speech and expression was being compromised by this new bylaw. And, and I think that even as pro-lifers, we fall into this trap of responding appropriately and very actively when there's a personal threat towards us. And, we, and we've seen that obviously over the last couple of years here through COVID that then, and rightly so, I, w- I would argue that when there's a personal threat we respond very actively, and yet so much of the lack of response on the abortion issue is because there's too few people taking this as a personal injustice. A personal injustice, sure, um, first and foremost, towards the, the innocent victims, the preborn children, um, the mothers and fathers, as you mentioned, who are traumatized through this. But I think that if we were to look in the mirror and look at this as a personal injustice, as brothers and sisters in Christ, brothers and sisters in the human family, my own brothers and sisters in this human family that I need to defend, not just my biological brothers and sisters who may be losing their jobs or maybe losing their freedom of speech and expression, but my brothers and sisters in the human family who are literally losing their lives and allowing and inviting and empowering people across the country that haven't prioritized this issue to connect personally with these victims, with the face, with the face of these victims and have that human connection that allows them to stand in defiance with that motivation, with that conviction. That, that's what goes to my mind as well. And I love those Monica Miller quotes. And I know there's several others that we'll be showcasing through the tour. Um, yeah, I, I'm just really excited about that as well. Yeah, I, I think um, that taking abortion personally, that seeing that personal someone, these individual persons who are being killed by abortion is so key. And the reason why we're focusing on the faces of the victims, as you mentioned, you know, philosopher Emmanuel Levinas in his work, Ethics and Infinity, which is a summary of all his work, he really focuses on the face and the role of the face to bring about that human connection. He says, you know, the face is that which says, thou shalt not kill, which at least sort of poses that that responsibility on us. He says, you know, the encounter with the face of another human being is what draws us out of ourself and our isolation into a relationship with someone else, into a relationship of, you know, what responsibility do I have for this other person? You know, to see the face of another, especially the face of someone else who is vulnerable or someone else who has been wronged, immediately puts that question of responsibility onto us, right? And, you know, how do we make a personal connection with someone? Like we talk about, you know, face-to-face connection as being like that strongest connection, right? Like we want to draw the attention of the public and of pro-lifers to reflect on the individual faces of the individual persons who are being killed by abortion in order to in order that people might take abortion personally because when you see an abortion victim as a personal someone you are more likely to take that personally. Like, like our own personal involvement comes from having a connection with the person 
who is wrong, but those persons who are vulnerable, who are at risk, who require our help, who need our voice. So the role of the face is especially important in order to, to take abortion personally and to see those personal someones. Absolutely. And, and I think that offers a ton of coverage of, as to what the goal is of the tour. Like, what are we actually trying to achieve? And and I think we've touched on already, in part at least, of uh, what are we doing to accomplish that? You guys are traveling. Um, you've, you've got a number of stops in Ontario as well because you've got a lot of support and a lot of connections there. You've mentioned you're going out to the Maritimes. What are you actually going to be doing? I, I guess maybe not quite a, like an hour by hour kind of look, but, but what is this going to look like in, in Eastern Canada? And again, I'll share a little bit of what this is going to look like in Western Canada as well. Sure. So in the East, we start with uh, a couple tour stops in early June in Niagara and Oxford. Um, and then we hit the road. Um, myself and Couture Dumain, one of our other Eastern speakers, we will be uh, traveling to Newfoundland with, uh, uh, with our partner Ruth from Campaign Life Coalition to do a uh, choice chain on the streets of St. John's and to have an event in St. John's. While our Eastern internship team will be driving a truth truck and four or five vehicles all the way out to Halifax. And then for a week, we'll be working our way through Atlantic Canada and Quebec and, uh, and Ottawa. Um, so traveling, uh, we'll, we'll have, you know, a, a day in Nova Scotia, a day in PEI, a day in New Brunswick. We'll be in Quebec City. We'll be in Montreal. We'll be in Ottawa. Uh, so working our way through some new territory and across um, Atlantic Canada and Quebec. And then uh, in the second full week of our tour, we'll be crisscrossing Ontario, um, working our way from Ottawa to Windsor and then back to Toronto for the Eastern finale on June 24th. And um, at each tour stop, there'll be activism by day. So when we have our internship team on the ground, uh, we might be delivering postcards or uh, doing roadside banner or choice chain to reach vehicle traffic or choice chain in downtown areas. We'll be doing outreach, you know, running our various outreach projects with our local activism partners in various cities and local volunteers and the Toronto internship team uh, to reach people with the truth about abortion, change hearts and minds by day. And then in the evening at most tour stops, we will have an evening presentation on the faces of abortion where we're inviting pro-lifers to come out and um, to reflect on the role of abortion victim photography, the importance of seeing the faces of the victims and on what our response ought to be um, uh, in defiance to this culture of death uh, and inviting people to get involved. As, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the tour, in a way, it is about CCBR. It's about um, the projects, the strategy, um, it's about, it's inviting people to join us, but, um, it's also just about, it's about the idea of effective pro-life education and inviting people to join, um, all the other groups across the country that have adopted effective pro-life education strategies. So we'll be doing that in the evenings and actually doing outreach by day. And then we'll be following up in the weeks after the Eastern tour with, uh, pro-lifers who are, who want to get involved, who are signing up for the first time in order to get them plugged in with, uh, volunteering or financial partnership or, um, coming back to have future presentations at their church or their school. We'll be doing that follow-up in the weeks after, but we're doing a blitz for a couple weeks through Atlantic Canada and across Ontario to do outreach by day and presentations on the faces of abortion 
by night. We'll also have, um, uh, in terms of our outreach, uh, um, you know, postcarding choice chain, but we've got um, a couple new vehicles that will be on the road. We have um, a brand new truth truck, um, brand new. We uh, we bought it from one of our partners, but it is new for new to Canada. We've got new signs on it, bilingual signs. The truck's going to live in the Ottawa area and service Eastern Ontario and Quebec with um, bilingual signs and. Uh, and abortion victim photography. So that's the second truck in the East. We've had a truck in Toronto for years, but we're having a new truck for the Ottawa, Montreal area. That truck will be on the tour with us. And we've got our new video truck. So um, it has three mini Jumbotron screens on the back and on the side. And we'll be using it to show abortion victim photography, but also abortion video on the streets uh, during the day while we're on the road so that abortion victim photos and abortion victim video is visible to the public throughout Eastern Canada while interns and volunteers are on the ground delivering postcards and having conversations on street corners as well. Love it. I, I'm so excited, not only for, for the interns to be able to get that, that crazy experience. As, as an intern myself during 2012, during the, the tour then, it was just an absolute blast and a wild ride across Canada. Can't wait for them and can't wait for all of the, the folks that you're going to be able to connect with in all these different areas. Um, based on, the, on uh, what we've got going on in Western Canada here and the needs of some of the community groups, ours is going to look a little bit different for any of you tuning in who be in Western Canada and connecting with us. We're going to be going to locations for a little bit longer. So as Blaze mentioned, they're going to be going basically to a, a different place every night, I guess. Uh, maybe yeah. not quite that quick, but but close to that. Um, yeah. In in Western Canada, we're going to be spending about a week in each of our different locations. We're going to spend about a week in the Regina area, a week on Vancouver Island, a week in the Lower Mainland um, in BC, and then one more trip of about 10 days in the Okanagan. And our goal is going to be very similar of um, doing activism during the day, doing presentations during the evening, but one of our calls to action during the presentations is going to get people to sign up um, for one-on-one -on -one apologetics workshops right then and there. And we've got our, our incredible team of return interns who have done internships already. They're specialized in giving individual apologetics workshops. And the goal is to try to get as many people from those communities trained and doing activism while we're in that location. Because we've got, obviously, Canada is gigantic anyways, and, and there's only limited opportunities to be sending speakers back to many of these communities to be able to spend day after day after day training person after person after person who's, who's had this weight put on their heart and had this opportunity to reflect on the personal injustice that abortion is be able to get training the next day or the next evening or two days later, go out for a door knocking shift, get get a little bit of experience having these conversations, joining our team for a postcarding um, route or, or for one of our choice chain displays on a street corner, something like that. And to try to mobilize as many people as humanly possible right then and there is going to be one of our goals to really set these communities up for success so that Jeff Owen, our community outreach coordinator, once we leave a community, we've got a, a contingent of a dozen or, or 20 people maybe who have been trained, who've done a little bit of activism, and now Jeff has the opportunity to really build them up. And so I, I'm super excited for that trip um, and, and that kind of approach out here. All of the, uh, or many of the, I won't say all of them because we are still finalizing some of the locations right now. Many of them are going to be on our website. I'll drop the link below for where you can learn more about the different tour stops. We're going to have it um, blasting out all, all over our social media coming up here shortly as well um, for all of our different tour locations. But there will be info on where we're going to be. And I, I guess probably the, the quickest question out of this place. So 
for listeners who are going to be in some of these locations, what do they do? How do, how do they get involved? What, what should they be looking forward to when it comes to us rolling through their neck of the woods? So at endthekilling.ca slash tour, or you can go to the website and there'll be a link on the on the homepage and in the menu. You can see all of the tour stops in the east and the west. You can see the presentations that are scheduled and the cities that we'll be in. And um, if we're in those cities, you know there'll be outreach being done. You know there'll be street activism happening as well. So if you are connected with your local activism group already, then you'll hear about the activism uh, happening in the city. If you're new, if you're, or, or if, uh, I mean, for, for some of the stops in the East, for example, when we're going to um, uh, Charlottetown PEI, or we'll be in Moncton and Fredericton, New Brunswick, um, there are not yet, or, or also in, in Quebec City, there are not yet local activism teams there running uh, and the killing project. Same with Kingston. We'll be doing some outreach in Kingston, Ontario. Um, you know, so if you're in one of those cities, uh, reach out to us, contact us, and um, we can let you know when that activism's happening, if you've had that training, or we can get you hooked up to get that training to participate in activism on the tour or after the tour. For both East and West, we're focused on trying to get people equipped to be a part of the movement, you know, get them that training, um, get them inspired and connected and plugged in so that we can... Um, you know, not just do this one-time activism blitz, but continue doing it. To to jump back to the new abortion caravan, you know, when I was a local Toronto volunteer, um, the launch of the End the Killing Plan and that tour and participating as a volunteer in Toronto and Ottawa um, was a big part of what motivated me to become the local activism leader in Toronto, to start the activism team at the University of Toronto Students for Life that grew into Toronto Against Abortion, to start... Um, local outreach here so that it's not just when a national tour rolls through, you know, once every several years, but that we take this momentum and we turn it into that everyday action. So um, anyways, on the tour, it's endthekilling.ca slash tour where you can see all the stops and get connected with us while we're in town so that you can um, be a part of the tour and then be a part of the movement to end the killing week by week in the months and years ahead. Absolutely. And, and I can't echo that enough out West here as well. If, if you're in the, any of these communities, um, please do come by. If you're not in any of these communities, but you have a, a little bit of time, please join us in whatever is closest to you. Um, we, we'd absolutely love that. And honestly, especially out West here, we don't have this completely set in stone. We're still looking for a few more tour locations. If you're in the lower mainland and would like us to come to your church or your community group, um, we are working with a number of them right now. And so we might, I can't guarantee that we can make it happen, but I know blaze that at least out West here, we're going to be trying to bring at least some of our staff team to a number of locations in September, October, even after the internship is done to bring this essential message of the personal component of abortion to um, other communities. That's why Winnipeg is listed on there. I'll be blasting out to Winnipeg with a few of my colleagues sometime in the fall. Uh, we haven't forgotten about you in Manitoba. It's just going to be a matter of how do we make this work to get this message to as many people as humanly possible. And so if if you're if you're based in, in somewhere in Ontario, if you're in Thunder Bay and, and there's no tour stop in Thunder Bay and you want us to come to Thunder Bay, reach out. If you want us to come to your neck of the wood, if you're in Barry's Bay, if you're in, in one of these other communities that doesn't have a tour stop at this point, it does mean that we've forgotten about you. It, it just means that we're going to work towards, towards being able to bring this message to you with as much of our team as possible whenever we can make it work. And so please do reach out. 
Absolutely. Um, the last question I'm going to throw to you, Blaze, I'm actually going to lead on this one um, with regards to what you're looking forward to most. And, and just on a human level, what, what aspect of, of this summer, this tour, are you looking forward to most? I got to admit, for me, uh, we are going to Victoria. And we're going to Victoria to do regular activism and large-scale activism for the first time since I've left Victoria. I've only been back. I've been back a bunch of times for family stuff and whatever. I've done lots of talks there and done very small amounts of activism. But I am so excited to bring the entire internship team um, four months and return interns out to Victoria and kind of take the island by storm. Um, the lower Vancouver Island is a lovely place, um, but it it has not had this kind of experience before. I am really in, intrigued by how they're going to respond. I, I'm super excited about Victoria in particular, um, though I, I, I can't wait until we get to any of our other tour stops as well. So I'm looking forward to all of it, but I, I feel like Victoria's got a, a special spot in my mind. Is there a location or or kind of a, maybe not a location, but, but something in particular that, that you're really looking forward to or where are you at on, on the, the highlights that you're anticipating coming up? Canada is such a beautiful country, and I've had a chance to travel across Western Canada and Eastern Canada. I've had a chance to travel across Eastern Canada, um, you know, on a few uh, fly-in, fly-out trips with my family growing up, um, on tour for music, uh, on a family road trip, tracing through basically many of the cities that the internship team is going to be traveling on the Faces of Abortion Tour this summer. Um, I, I love these cities and the provinces. There's so much beauty and I'm excited to be traveling through them again. I'm excited to be traveling through them um, for something so important, Mm -hmm. right? Showing the faces of abortion and for doing pro-life outreach, especially in a lot of cities that um, haven't seen it before. And then in cities where um, there there are regular teams going to be there and and to um, hopefully be able to you know, encourage and motivate them in the same way that I was encouraged and motivated when the new abortion caravan came through Toronto when I was a local volunteer here. And um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, to, to see the countryside again on such an important mission. I'm, you know, excited to, to drive by St. Louis de Haha in Eastern Quebec coming out of New Brunswick. That area of the St. Lawrence River is just gorgeous to see Signal Hill and St. John's uh, you know, to see the Halifax boardwalk, to drive across Confederation Bridge um, uh, into Prince Edward Island, um, you know, see old Montreal, to see old Quebec City, and to crisscross the province, my home province of Ontario as well. Um, you know, to like, we'll, we'll be visiting uh, the nation's capital in Ottawa and the first and second largest city in Toronto and Montreal and so many other important cities throughout Eastern Canada. Um, I'm also really excited to be um, rolling out CCBR's new project, the video truck um, on this tour. This is um, this is not just for the tour. This is uh, a new truck that we have acquired to use year round and may have the opportunity to visit other places around Canada as well. We're driving it through Eastern Canada for the month of June and we'll be driving it around Toronto, but it will visit other places in the country. Um, but to, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. People will say, well, you know, a video is like a million. When you see video of uh, like prenatal video uh, that makes the humanity undeniable of preborn children and abortion video that makes the inhumanity deniable. It's such a powerful tool to be able to bring video on the road and to the streets. And I'm really excited um, to be able to unveil this new project. When um, when we were getting ready to pick up 
the the video truck when it was being constructed for us um i remember i was uh I was asking my kids at one point, I, I picked them up and I was like, Hey, do you know where I'm going next week? You know, like, Oh, is it to pick up the video truck? Wait, are you buying a video truck? Is it something about a video truck? Did you tell me this before? Like I've been talking about it so much for months and months. It's so exciting. It's such a powerful tool. And you know, when we were talking about logistics for the Eastern tour, uh, one of uh, one of my colleagues in the East was like, "Well, who's going to be driving the video truck in the East?" And I was like, "I'm going to be driving the video truck." Like, I'm I'm very very excited, as any of my family or coworkers will attest, about this new tool. It is such cool technology, but it's so important. It's so powerful to be able to bring video evidence of the injustice of abortion to the public. So I'm really excited to be able to launch this brand new activism project for CCBR on the faces of abortion tour while touring the countryside and seeing all these beautiful places and showing the beauty of preborn children and the inhumanity and justice of abortions so that we can bring the injustice to an end and bring an end to the killing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's a great note to end on, that, that that is the message that we want everyone to be aware of, whether you're in Canada, whether you're outside of Canada, wherever you're at. Um, this is why we're doing the tour. It's not just because we're bored of being in Calgary or Toronto, but rather because we have a pressing message that we need to bring to as many communities as we possibly can. So if you're in any of those communities, please do uh, connect. We're going to drop all of the information in the show notes below. Um, reach out. And, and again, if we're not coming to your neck of the woods, please reach out as well and see if we can make something happen. We would absolutely love to connect with you um, so that we can take the next step. Um, Blaze, as you mentioned, we're, we're halfway through in many ways the End the Killing plan. And, and while the first half has been incredibly exciting and challenging, um, the, the next half is going to make uh, bring a whole bunch of new experiences, challenges, opportunities, all that sort of thing. We need you to be a part of it. Um, and whether that's in a full-time capacity, a part-time capacity, a volunteer, an intern, community group leader, whatever it might look like for you, uh, we need you to take this personally as well. Um, and so super excited. We're going to have a lot more info coming through the show on uh, what this tour is going to entail and how you can get involved. And so look forward to that as well. And stay plugged in on our various social media platforms so that you can see how this has been transpiring, see some of the success stories of testimonies coming from our interns and staff, uh, meet some of the people who are uh, key components of the tour, even some of our host homes and volunteers locally. Um, it, it's going to be an absolute thrill to be doing this. And like you said, Blaze, something so important. It's not just just seeing our beautiful country, but bringing such an important message to such a beautiful country. So I can't yeah. wait for that. And and just to throw one final thing in there, I'm also excited about uh, the speakers we have on the tour. So, I mean, you and I are going to be speaking, but, um, and so is uh, Jonathan Van Maren and Micah Rosendahl, who have been speaking for CCBR for years and on previous tours. Um, we also have some relatively new speakers, Quiana in the West and Keturah in the East. And I'm really excited for people to have an opportunity to hear from both existing and some new faces of CCBR as well on the tour. Yeah, absolutely. And they are both going to get showcased. I have Dr. Keturah. Sorry about that, Keturah. You're going to get showcased on the show um, in the coming weeks here. Um, but Quana and Keturah, absolutely meeting them. And and I think that while that's not a prevailing theme, like, like please do meet the faces of CCBR as well, because our interns, our staff team, our volunteers are incredible. 
and and they are absolutely worth meeting as well. And so you will get to meet our new speakers, who I'm I'm super excited for as well. It's a great point, Blaze. And for all the information that you need to know, you can stay tuned to endthekilling.ca/tour. Um, also, we'll be posting a ton of stuff on the Pro Life Guys website as well. So thanks a ton for tuning in. Thanks, Blaze, so much for joining me yet again. And uh, I look forward to connecting and and talking through all of the successes and all of the the really cool things that happen over these next couple of months as we bring this vital message to the people of Canada. Thanks so much.